This episode of Getting Table is brought to you by Valhalla Hobby. Use code GT2305 to get 5% off of any order over $100. You can find them at ValhallaHobby.com. Brought to you by some guys on the internet. This is Getting Table. With your hosts, Jason the Bruce. You guy! George the Yang. I hope you're all entertained by my ineptitude. Jason, a.k.a. Major Socks. We've been doing this and talking about various stuff. One of the stuff. Now sit back, relax, and get tabled. Hello, future people, and welcome to episode 103 with Game Table. Here with your host. He's in a remote location where it looks like it's beautiful and tropical. The Bruce. It's definitely not tropical, but it is very beautiful here in Tasmania. And, and we also have the main man, the, the real man. It's the Recruit Socks. Recruit? That keeps on getting worse. Every every episode. Thanks, Bruce. I appreciate My it. My apologies. My w- apologies. It's City Socks, rather, I should remember. W- would you rather I call you Plebe? No, not that one either. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Frozen wasteland of nowhere land is George. You'd be amazed how frozen it's not. I have no snow. I'm in a high wind warning. And everywhere else around me has snow like it's going out of style. I am that jealous. That doesn't make any sense. You're I in Wyoming and, and it's it's not that one yeah, month of the year that I you don't have snow. My home state of Utah has more snow than all oh, of yeah. Wyoming does. <laughs> oh, no, the part I'm in, like uh, up north, they've got feet of snow. But where I'm at, it's nothing. It's it's disappointing. Um, Bruce has taken some time out of his busy schedule from uh, wishing his mother a happy 60th birthday uh, to spend some time Very with us to record so. this. So Somehow I don't have a hangover. I don't actually know how that happened. Well, there's there's two reasons. One, you didn't drink. Or two, oh, you're I raging trust, alcohol. I drank enough. And you're, you're, or two, you're <laughs> raging alcoholic and you actually can't get hangovers. No, neither of those. I think I just got lucky. So, well, anyways, right. this is fourth anniversary. It is fourth anniversary of the show. Yeah, it's it's that time of year where George and I get all of the reminders on Facebook that we were organizing things. Right, and no, it's, it's the anniversary of when we went live. Like literally to the day, almost, probably almost the hour, actually. Pretty much, so, it was around this time originally. Let's uh, let's do this and get into this uh, happy fun stuff. Newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events. So last weekend, we had a fun little event called Adepticon. Uh, I say little. It's probably oh, yeah. one of the largest in the world. Um, and it's nowhere a, near the size of Gen Con. Uh, and, and a little-known company, as Bruce likes to call them, Games Workshop, had a whole slew of previews, uh, including... Some of the... which most people expected. Um, there was a couple that we'd seen hints of that turned up. Um, I mean, the, the big one out of this is obviously the 10th edition of Warhammer. Uh, that's That was like the worst-kept secret in all of gaming pretty much like everybody knew that announcement was coming yeah I, uh, and yet they still tried to, they still tried to do the whole oh well that's it oh wait no we've got one more thing well so even though everybody knew it was happening you could call it a big thing even though everyone knew it was happening the big one actually was lion l johnson primark of the dark angels finally makes his return uh we know yep. another the question primark- was yep the, the question was never whether he was coming back it was who we was getting first whether we were going to get him or russ yeah uh, and i believe you're upset because you wanted it to be russ I, I well w- one because I was space wolves army. I would love to have a rust to just get and put into that army. But I also kind of like I've got some stuff to do a dark angels army because there is a space wolves. Uh, well, there was a space wolves dark angels uh, stratagem. Uh, I don't know if that sort of stuff exists anymore or not. Uh, but I kind of picked up some stuff to do a dark angels so I could do that stratagem for the sole purpose. And if both the primarchs came back, I could have both the primarchs too because well, why not? Yes. Um, few other things uh some horse heresy uh kill team uh seraphin uh the grand death of the alliance uh got some uh stuff as well and cities of sigmar we're not going to go too much into this because uh, this is a week old uh it was what happened at gen yeah. con so adepticon. um or yeah sorry adepticon thank you socks um but really cool yeah. stuff like i said uh 10th edition and lionel johnson huge news uh especially after yeah. the leak not leak of dante a few weeks earlier yeah yeah pretty much i mean i did have 
that on the run sheet as well because I mean that that's a big one for me, obviously. Right, but um, I, I pulled it off because we had it... talked about the the leak not leak last episode too. So fair, yeah, that is true. Um, so yeah, the, the big news there. I, I think the ironic thing is is that I was making comments about tenth edition while I was watching it live at the time. Um, which is that all of these promises that they're making sound very similar to the ones they made in eighth edition. And the moment that the codexes started, they basically went back on their word. Uh, and what? at the time, it was... Well, at the time, the reaction I was getting from the gaming group was very much of the, no, that's not how that happened at all. No, 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 you're misremembering that. And ironically, like all of the big YouTubers have now actually gone out and made similar comments to what I did. And now it's just going to look like I'm jumping on their bandwagon. <laughs> Because it's been an, it's been a week since. Well, and I um, remember I, I, no, can't I remember, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I can't remember what edition it was, but Games Workshop essentially said this core edition is not going to be changed. This is the end all be all of core editions, and everything will just be done through codex revamps and codex supplements. Yeah, uh, which is what happened. Back- but then it immediately yeah. went backwards. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, when you figure, uh, what you could charge forty five dollars a rule book and then forty dollars for a co- codex. That's a that's a hundred dollars hmm. a person. And uh, times how many millions of players? Uh, yeah, that's that's a chunk of money. So my predictions wise, so we do know that codexes are coming back. They have said that they're not saying otherwise. Yeah. Um, the impression that they're giving is that it'll be a while. It's that they're doing a hard reset. I don't think we actually said that. Uh, I actually like the hard reset. I'm when they did it in eighth. I was expecting them to do it in ninth, and they didn't. I'm hoping that they start doing it every edition at this point because a game that that size kind of needs a base. The whole half of us are in this edition and half of us are not doesn't work and it never has sure yeah (laughs) what what i would love to see is like they actually get through and get a full codex release for all armies before they drop a new edition again and everyone has to start over from scratch like give give the players six eight months to actually run the rule set with their codex like so if necrons are the last ones to get a codex give them eight months to use it don't be like two months later here's 11th edition sorry necrons you're going to wait another year and a half for a codex again like yeah that it's something that happens quite regularly um and it to, to some extent it's like it just it is what it is but um it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. From some of the stuff they said about how, because like I said, codexes are happening still, but they're making promises about how the simplification is is not going to go away. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, they're basically taking a lot of pages out of the one-page rules books, which makes a lot of sense because that has been taking a lot of attention away from them. And the bloat in 40K has been a problem for a long time. We've commented on it multiple times. God, there, um, there's been bloat it, since third edition when I started. My opinion is that... That, so I, I haven't. My 40k history doesn't go back that far. Not well. It sort of does, but it doesn't. Um, my opinion is that. Honestly, I don't think that Warhammer has ever recovered from 7th edition. Uh, I mean, they certainly tried with 8th, but it failed. Yeah. 9th was certainly very popular, So, but I don't think the game has ever truly actually recovered from 7th edition. Um, I'm going to wait for two or three codexes before I make a final call as to whether. So I like, in theory, what they're talking about. For sure, But yeah. because I'm a cynic, and I've seen this before, I can't help but think that what they're saying is not what's going to happen. Whether deliberate or otherwise. I, I think part of the problem with Games Workshop Shop is they have, they've gotten into where it's such a huge game i don't think they can ever fully get a complete rule set with codexes out in a timely manner before they're ready to make changes again i i don't think the game is, is small enough for that to happen yeah no. um the way that i'm hoping that they live up to their promises would start with when the codexes do come out it's this is the codex for that army. None of this, I have to buy Space Wolves. But in order to use Space Wolves, I have to buy um, Adeptus Astartes and so on and so forth. Right. It's the rule for your army. It's the rule for your army. Um, and hopefully just lots of lore to make up for the fact that apparently you only need two pages in the data sets to play. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, can we talk about how amazing that Seraphon army looks? Because that, uh, for me, was genuinely one of the highlights. Is this a link or...? Yeah, you can click on it. There it is. It's yeah, see, and they look, are look, very, very pretty. And, and Captain Sox already has a skink priest, so this is like the perfect no, excuse no, for him to jump into no, a surf. I just bought this. <laughs> I just bought this, George. <laughs> Buy more consumerism. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Oh. Uh, no, like this guy right here. Uh, it's the right below the uh, the left right uh, scrolling window. That looks good, in my opinion. Like I, I, I would argue the Seraphim was probably one of the fantasy armies uh, coming over to Sigmar that didn't need an update, but. 
but this yeah, update I did agree. so much for them. Um, they had to get rid of a few things that were undefined crap. Um, I think the highlights for me is the Croxagors. They just look phenomenal. Um, I do like the dinosaurs as well. Probably not as much as I like other things, but th- this is all very, very pretty. Yeah, the, the Scar Veteran on the, the Agridon. Oh, he looks amazing. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, so that's just definitely one of the highlights. There, there was a lot in this, uh, but the, they're not the only one that's, that made lots and lots of announcements at Adepticon. So uh, I will say this. I don't think I really like the look of the models from the age of Sig- from the cities of Sigma. They just don't do it for me. Doesn't yeah, make them bad. I just don't like. Uh, yeah, pick an era you're gonna pull from for like what armor is gonna look like. Uh, those helmets with those shields and then the warhammers or the sword. None of that goes yeah. together. That's like no. different centuries like slapped onto a model. So yeah, uh, part of part of what their mission is is that they're trying. Like the conversation we've had a couple of times now about how we don't think that there's enough room for both the hell's my tablet doing uh there's not enough room for both age of sigma and um old world and part of what they're trying to do with all of these refreshes is to make a very distinct difference in the way that they look to help combat that so which is is smart i'm still not convinced there's enough room for both games but only time will tell with that so real quick before we move on to the next topic i went ahead and pulled up the uh the full frontal of uh lionel johnson just to show him off in his magnificent glory uh before we move mm-hmm. on i just i think like gilliman like okay yeah sure he's a primarch uh he's got all the gilding and all the other junk he looks over the top like you would expect the ultramarines who are based yeah. off the roman empire to look like lionel johnson he's a uh, straightforward and he he's there to do business you know i, I really 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 love the sculpt honestly I mean, there are people that don't and that that's fine they um, can be wrong it's fine yeah but i i love the fact that they've decided to age this guy rather than make him essentially look the same as his brother um storyline reasons we don't know ex- i mean they've kind of hinted at the reason why but they haven't really said which is that basically like whereas gilliman was essentially frozen and therefore didn't age this guy has he's been sleeping, been sleeping but he's been alive all of that time yeah so, so I, I kind of like that and with this too when they when they release russ that guy better have like the most majestic viking beard ever on any mini i i have suspicions and i don't think you're going to like my suspicions if you're talking because about the, uh, if if you're talking about the uh, the idea of him becoming a a, a prime a primarch turned uh, chaos, but not an actual demon because he spent so much time in the warp, I've heard that theory. Uh, I suspect that he's basically going to be the ultimate Wolfen. Is my suspicion. Which, where has he spent all this time? In oh the yeah, warp? no, for sure. Where do they get yeah. that from? From the warp. Yeah. So no, I I would totally be all about that. So um, anyways, we're gonna move on. Uh, Major socks. Uh, wh- what's your opinion on Shatterpoint here still? So I watched a couple of the demo videos and it is very interesting to see how it plays out. But at the same time, I was... I wasn't too keen on on one of the uh, mechanics, and that is so. For example, we've got uh, showing a new starter uh, set that's coming out, or not starter set, uh, uh, upgrade expansion kit. pack. Yeah, expansion pack. Yeah, with Grievous, Kraken, and the B twos. Yeah, so which like, I'm those... looking at, and I'm going, "Oh, you're so gonna end up on my table." So my guess is those B twos are part of a squad. They're gonna be a, yes. a unit together. The thing that I don't like about Shatterpoint so far, and this is just my opinions right now is is all damage is shared between those two bases so you could get all the all the damage on on off of on one base and the entire unit is gone mm. so that, that seems kind of lame even if there's yeah and, even, and they even mentioned this in the demo even if they're on totally on different sides of the table and one guy can't get shot he's still going to be taken out because he's sharing the same amount of damage and health as his buddy that's being shot at all the time so that's one thing that i'm yeah. not too on how the damage yeah because it, it makes it very hard to be strategic because exactly if I if somebody gets lucky with one unit, but they take both of them out, even though the other one's not anywhere near, the, I, don't, I, I I can't like that. It's not really, it, it's not really, it doesn't lend to fun, but I don't know. So, it's gonna be, like, I still haven't pre-ordered anything. So, uh, this Grievous, like, I, I love the Grievous. Yeah, it Grievous looks great. Made. I do agree. Grievous, the way his pose is with his four blades, his lightsaber's out and his cape swishing back. I do like the pose of him. That's, what were you going to say, George? Yeah. I was going to say, that's what I've got pulled up as the, the main view right now is Grievous. And that mini just looks 
looks amazing. Um, yeah. And it, it includes, they're counting at four miniatures, uh, two bases with uh, two of the battle droids on it. Or not battle droids. Um, B2, they're B2 battle droids. Okay, yeah, yeah. With two battle droids on each base, which, and then the other droid and, of course, Grievous. Um, yeah, you that got Gre Kraken, which is his protect droid. God, that, that Grievous just, it looks so good. Is like, that looks like a yeah. buster, like um, a uh, uh, high precision model you'd buy from like a scale 75 or something like that, just to paint to display on a shelf kind of thing. Not, not, not a mini for a game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I really like that. I also really like the Dooku box, which we've seen before. Um, that so, they are very much the direction I would lean in. If I haven't pre ordered anything, but I am definitely more tempted now than I was two weeks ago. So let, let me ask you this there, Socks, based off, you know, because you're the, you're the big Legion Star Wars guy. Mm -hmm. uh, based on uh, the size and scale of this, the number of miniatures in that box, how do you feel about the $50 for the box? I think that's actually not a bad price because Legion is, is 28 mil. Maybe yeah. Hero 28. This is like 40. So. Yeah. They are much I bigger minis. It's basically the same price point as Marvel is. And yeah. there certainly, certainly are people that feel that Marvel's too expensive. I don't agree with those people. Um, because you are getting well, there, there's some boxes that you get more value out of than others, but generally speaking, it's usually pretty good. We'll remind folks this is around thirty bucks. This, yeah, that's true. He's showing the scheme. Sorry, priest. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, sorry, Bruce. But in terms of the next box, the Luminera and Dooley box, it's fifty bucks, and you're only getting four figurines in it. So I don't know. Yeah, and that that's that's the downside it's of the their price. pricing strategy. Yep. Well, yeah, you could argue with those, you know, in that the Grievous box, it's only four bases. Just two of those bases have two minis on Four figurines. Yeah, yeah. out of those two yeah. bases. So, whereas, whereas this other box... It still is better value, though. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but the Luminar and Dolly box and Barry off the, Bears off Anfi, this one looks good, too, um, with the clone commanders. But again, that's probably going to be a squad unit of clone commanders so that if, uh, again, if they die, they both go off the table, which, again, I'm, I'm not too keen on that mechanic of the game. Um, it yeah. was interesting to see how the gameplay works and, and those of you that have seen the demo have seen some of the other mechanics um, so I'm still on the fence of, of Shatterpoint I'll probably wait and so I, I know a couple of guys in my local gaming area that's buying it I'll probably play a couple games with them and then see if I'm going to dive we've got a few it. people in my group that are buying it I, like I said I haven't pre-ordered anything at this stage I'm certainly more tempted now than I was um, I'm just I'm just waiting to see at this stage it, it probably will happen at some point uh, I know that there's definitely some stuff at Legion that you want to talk about but I think there's a bigger discussion that needs to happen at this point because I imagine that you're very happy to have been wrong about Armada. Yes. Oh my we, we'd written Armada <laughs> off. Yes. We had written it off. We have. And actually, it wasn't just us. A lot of the gaming community wrote it off. A I know, which is why we went in that direction. Yeah, so in the Adepticon stream that they, uh, or AMG stream that they had at Adepticon, they came out and said, Armada, we are in the process of doing production uh, and research on new Armada products. They're also looking at timelines for when development of this new stuff is going to be coming out um they did announce another uh store kit box that's going to be out later this year um that was the gist of of everything but they did say that they are working starting to work on stuff um yeah so which is more than they've said like we when there was a tournament that we spoke about recently that was happening that they were sponsoring and that was, it was a, a positive it was a sign it yeah was a, it, it was at a oh okay yeah but like that was a positive sign but we weren't willing to really get our hopes up too much because all of the signs had pointed towards yeah this is gone yeah they've very clearly been listening um which is good because that's what companies should do but yeah um there's there's some decent stuff coming for x-wing as well which is good because that's something else that had gone really quiet yes um from from what I understand, the current edition of X-Wing isn't as popular as the old one was, but I haven't played it. I don't know. I'm only I going on version two. I really said. enjoyed version one, uh, but I sold it all to, so I could get into Armada just because I love the capital ship feel that Armada has. Um, yeah. But yeah, going back to Legion, um, a lot of stuff was revealed the, during their stream. They got they showed some of the Ewok packs that are coming out, and some of those are cool. Um, you can get uh, C-3PO as a commander for the Ewok Battle Force box. <laughs> yeah, I no, right? Yep. <laughs> 
And he, he's on the throne and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, but they're also coming out with a Geonosian uh, Battle Force box for the Separatists, which if they're, yeah. if they're bringing that out, who knows? In the future, we may have uh, the Gun Gun Zebras. Well, if I have to eat crow, I will eat crow. <laughs> for, for those that are unaware, I said that I wasn't, like, if they ever did officially release Gungans, that I would buy into, I would buy them and I would play Legion. It's, it, um, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, actually, because uh, I actually saw something today. It sounds like they've uh, greenlit a, uh, like, it's not uh, um, canon, but it's a TV series where uh, Jar Jar Binks becomes a uh, Sith Lord. Fool's <laughs> joke, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's yeah, also a very true. old April Fool's joke. Yeah, it is. So, but yeah, there's there was a lot of, I mean, we could talk about a lot of this stuff for a while, but I mean, it's like George said, the stuff that we just talked about with Games Workshop, it's been a week old already, so we won't go into more in detail with a lot of the stuff. But yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of stuff coming out over the next few years with Shatterpoint, Legion, and hopefully yeah. soon Armada. So so Shatterpoint-wise, we have Hondo Onaka, whose name yep. I'm probably saying wrong. I apologize. Actually, I don't apologize. Uh, the Mandalorian and the child in the least surprising reveal of all time. Uh, we've seen Han Solo. Uh, we've seen Iden Verso, which is Clone Wars. Is no, that where she's that was uh, from? Galactic Civil War. She's the oh, okay. Empire. We've seen Darth and crew of the crew of, crew of the ghosts as well. Yep. Um, uh, of the reveals, yep. A Luke and Sky Luke Skywalker and uh, Darth yep. Vader for Shatterpoint as well in the future. Uh, Ewoks even for yes Shatterpoint as well, not just the, for Legion. Ewoks is one of my highlights actually. That that's probably one of my favorite reveals from the Shadowpoint stuff. Are they going to do Wookiees? Yeah, I, I believe they are in the future. Because um, you might as well. They have haven't announced that. anything. I I could kind of get behind a Wookiee, uh, you know, like kill team, you know, forty eight mil scale thing. Like that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I agree with you. One hundred percent. I would assume they will be because they're starting to get into not only the Galactic Civil War, but I mean, they have uh, squads of Wookiees in Legion, so already. So I would assume, yeah, they're going to have some a, a, a Wookiee chieftain and maybe a, a few. Wookiee Warriors, kind of like the the Grievous box, but for Shatterpoint, I would in the future. I mean, if you're ever going to release something, I mean, very clearly, it's a very stupid business move to release what has proven to be a fan favorite thing in every way that it's ever been released. So I don't they're understand why that for, would be Wookiees. They're, they're wanting Legion players are wanting a, a full uh, Wookiee Battle Force box where you can have a full army of, of just Wookiees um, as your main. I'd army. be surprised if you don't get that at some point, but they are quite powerful in Legion, I think, aren't they? They are pretty they, powerful. Can't you only take so many of them? Yeah, because they're considered special forces right now. You can have a, a Wookiee commander and a Wookiee uh, operative, but you can't have just regular uh, troopers because they're considered mm. special forces in terms of the squadrons, squad packs. Um, so, um, who knows? The surprise of all of them? I mean, th there's a few things that we've not touched, like the, the Grand Inquisitors and stuff, but I think yeah, the I surprise for me, like Padme, Sabe, and the, the Handmaidens look so much better than I thought that they would. Yeah. That, that's just something that I didn't even really think of i mean it makes sense but i didn't even think of doing that and they look amazing mm -hmm. between them and the, between them and the the um ewoks they were highlights for me so while you guys have been talking on that i've been uh kind of skipping through the uh the atomic mass game uh adepticon video uh yep. showing off some of the some of the things y'all yep. have been uh talking about the last couple of minutes so um from your skimming has there been anything in particular that stood out to you as the one of us that hasn't seen it till now um not really like you know actually oh uh, I just clicked on the uh, Darth Maul Shatterpoint. Yep. Yeah. So um, that that was a part of the uh, uh, the Clone Wars that I really enjoyed the uh, the uh, exploration of is where Darth Maul came from and the the witches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So from memory, isn't I'm trying to remember the mini you're talking about. Isn't that his brother? Isn't that not Maul? Uh. So no, that was Darth Maul. Yeah. It's a uh, oh, I can't remember his name. I literally was just I'm talking about what? the mini specifically the mini. I thought that was the, his brother, the yellow one, or orange, or whatever. It is. Maybe it was. I don't know. I, I remember, like stature-wise, the 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 other one was much stockier, built in the chest than okay. all was. So uh, the other one I just clicked onto here was a uh, Cad Bane uh, for Shatterpoint. Yeah, that would be cool. Like I, I could see so much potential for for Shatterpoint. But here's my thing, though: is it's just another game that they want you to spend money on. Gee, it's almost like that's how they do business, right? Uh, and then we've got. 
got into a redacted by marketing so yes which is something that will be revealed on <laughs> may 4th yeah so they're gonna have a whole bunch of reveals come may 4th that whole yeah. uh and then Star so that whole slide was just well. so that they could tell us that they were going to show us more basically yeah um there is something else from adepticon in this that i want to mention go for it there's an exclusive that's being that was being oh, sold yeah at yeah. events oh, yeah and don't get me wrong the mini is gorgeous but i'm very upset about this because we have had this rant several times and we we gave credit to atomic mass games recently over the whole like they they, they were told that they had to do like an exclusive type thing for the for the um like for the actual starting of the game and so rather than doing an exclusive and making things unfair for those that can't get access to it they did an early release but for legion they have an exclusive miniature uh with new sculpts for darth and luke and arguably i think probably the best sculpts for both of them that we've seen and you can only buy it at events in this case gen con uh and, and there's well, another gen one in con the uk and star wars celebration yeah you, you cannot get it any other way the entire community including me has been asking atomic mass games if they're going to make this available on their website uh and rather than just say no at least at the last time i looked basically they've just talked around the question and rather than just saying no they've been like oh but it will also be available at this event and other events in the future it's like yes but that's not the question that we're asking that, that's not so. the answer we're, we're needing no that's not oh, it's, i don't some like i have a problem with exclusives i mean there's i understand why they exist but it doesn't mean i have to like them mm-hmm. but i have a bigger problem with the fact that they're not just saying no we're not making this available outside of events now i don't expect that they should make it available all of the time like tt combat do exclusives all the time and we've never had a go about it but that's because they make them available on the website for oh, everybody mine. to purchase yeah during that, that infinity period, does the same thing video. yeah mm-hmm. R- real uh, quick just, to, just to hop in uh right now up on the screen is the uh the inquisitors from uh the obi-wan series for shatterpoint yeah those and they look minis gorgeous. those minis look cool yeah i agree so yeah that, that was the rant that i wanted to have like overall like atomic mass games i think they had a really good showing yeah. um yeah, th- there was, was something there for everybody it was and the largest they actually uh, they actually spoke about armada yeah uh, yeah, I, I'm happy about that myself. G- given the size of Atomic Mass Games and the intellectual property that they're making games out of, I th- I feel they had a really a really good strong showing for a convention the size of Adepticon when you have to deal with you know something like Games Workshop you know doing yeah. what they do to to release a new game to start releasing all these you know expansion armies for this you know new game already um, and then continue to support Legion continuing uh, essentially saying hey no we're gonna bring stuff back for armada like that was huge yep. for that community so i mean games workshop whenever they have a big announcement like this take up a lot of attention because it's games workshop and they have an 80 percent market share unfortunately but i don't think i'm exaggerating by saying i think atomic mass games showed that they can like that they had a showing just as good as games workshop and games workshop revealed two very huge things one of which being oh, yeah. the line the other one being 10th edition and like make no mistake about it they are huge things for the warhammer community um but i think atomic mass games have genuinely shown that they have they have some legs for sure um so yeah. far from what we've seen i think the sculpting on the star wars stuff so far is actually a little better than the marvel stuff too well it, it, and i think it's a little like you know if you look at you know the star wars you have you know actors in special effects suits stuff like that with a very distinct look marvel which artist is working on the book for this you know series of months like there's some artists where it's yes. like their art style in my opinion I was like god this is crap they're a professional artist in a comic book this looks like junk and then someone's mm. just like how do you do this level of art for an entire book this often you know it's it's like yeah. there's so much variable variable there so um I, I, I like I said I think a good showing um major socks how, how do you what's your pulse of the community after uh, Adepticon for the Star Wars stuff is it like are we like racing or are we like just kind of like you know a little excited i think everyone's getting excited especially with all the previews that they just announced uh not just for legion but for shatterpoint uh i know a lot of people i mean bruce is part of the shatterpoint page that everybody's getting excited for it um big time yeah Uh, and so i think it's i think it's getting more and more headway 
play and, and speed moving in the right direction, it's especially like we've, we just mentioned earlier. I mean, they're finally announcing they're doing something with Armada. And so that will get that community rolling back into the, into the swing of things. I think we're going to start to see um, they've already announced uh, store kits for events uh, starting yep. May, ne- starting next month or yeah, next month now that we're in April. Uh, the qualifiers for Worlds is already starting next month for X-Wing, Legion, and Armada already. And which so, is good. Um, yep. To qualify for Worlds, which will be next at the Tipcon. So I think I think it's getting more and more traction. Um, I want to say that the tournament, the Worlds tournament had 128 players there, but I want to say there was over 250 Legion players played on tables at Adepticon. So it's getting big at, at, at these event sites in terms of the number of players that are showing up. So yep. well, ho- hopefully uh, AMG sees that, recognizes that, and fixes some of the rules they screwed up with the new uh, edition. Uh, yeah, I think you can only hope. Because, because <laughs> well, so the top eight players, six of those were Empire players. One of them was Separatist, and one of them was um, Galactic uh, Republic. Five of those eight, five of those six Empires were all Blizzard Force. And that's part of the a specialized empire list that you can bring so i think they're going to be they're definitely going to be making some changes on on how some of those battle forces are structured because if you're having five out of eight forces all be one type or are centered around one type of yeah. building your list that's too much out of 128 players that's that's yeah and and i want to say there was 62 empire players out of the 128 world players over half the list were empire players Jeez. so which doesn't say a lot the balance some, no does not at all so I can see them making some huge changes points wise keyword uh, changes uh, to kind of help balance that out because there are some forces out there that definitely need some help that way Empire is just not the only one that's rolling around so yeah all right shall we move on yeah I was gonna say moving on um that's just more of that uh we've got don't look back from black site studios Bruce what's happening with black site studios so part of this is something we've spoken about before I did I did tease a couple of episodes ago that there's a new edition coming out so there's a brand new hardback book. Uh, one of the limitations of Don't Look Back was done quite deliberately when it was first launched. It was only like a 20-page document. Um, and obviously, a short document means that you struggle getting everything clear and so on and so forth. So they're kind of going through everything and refining it. Um, and not just refining it, expanding it. Like, this is a full-on hardback rule book. Um, I'm very, very excited for this. Uh, like, I had teased that it was coming, but it is currently in the process of going. There's still another 19 days left on this. There's currently 390 victims recruited, and I love the fact that they're calling them that. So don't look back. Um, Blacksite Studios don't use Kickstarter, quite deliberately. I mean, they have kind of talked a couple of times about how like they might have to at some stage. Because uh, the problem with not doing kicks, Kickstarter is obviously you don't get any of the marketing that comes with that um they do it themselves like they essentially do it as a crowdfunding but it's a crowdfunding from their website um so yeah i just kind of i wanted to go through and kind of talk a little bit about what's happening so the book itself you can just buy the book um which will come with an extra mini and a a digital copy of it as well um they have tier one which will also include a cleaver measure so we've seen the blade before the kitchen knife blade Mm -hmm. uh they now have a meat cleaver version of that which is really fun um they're unsure whether that will be a long-term product it might just be initially and it might go away Uh, they haven't made decisions on that um so i better buy it now so that i can get it get it before it goes away um (laughs) and you're getting a brand new multi-piece killer pack and updated sculpts of all of the characters um and some new ones and honestly i love the new versions of the characters they look amazing i quite like the punk as well actually uh and tier two is essentially the same thing but you're also getting the expansions so we have a sequel they're calling them sequels because it's horror so blood on the tracks 2 and attack of the greys 2 um there was a few people asking about whether they were replacing the old ones or not they're not doing that um on a stream when was the stream i want to say it was friday night um basically there was people in the chat that was asking about it and he confirmed that no the old ones will still be around all of the old expansions will be getting updates at some point and basically like so basically the updates will be updating them so that they're working like the the new edition is not cancelling anything so all of the stuff i've brought i will still be able to use um they will be updated and you will either 
be able to buy the entire thing again for those that don't own it obviously so if i want to if i wanted to i could buy attack of the greys like the original or you can you will be able to buy just the updated bits so i can just get the cards or just get the artwork and so forth to make my existing one updated so i like the fact that they're doing that because it's very customer friendly so um i also like this too bruce just just because this speaks to you uh what i'm mm -hmm. showing right now is the digital bundle which is 98 us dollars the first slide yes to accommodate our non-USA friends and 3D printing enthusiasts. Essentially, you'll get the yep. PDF and STLs of the core heroes, the, the killers, and the backroom stuff, like all pre-supported and everything. So you don't yeah. have to spend the, you know, what, 50 bucks, bucks whatever. Get, yeah, to, to ship it across the Pacific to you, Bruce. You could spend 98 bucks. You have to have your own 3D printer, but you can get all this stuff yep. for yourself without having to pay the exorbitant shipping prices of international shipping, uh, which... Yeah, which is very difficult right now. Yeah. And then um, unlocks wise, like, there's a whole ton of unlocks. Like we're getting like Ma I quite like Max's hot ride. Yeah, I, I just I, I love how all up. of this leans in. Like I'm um, not a big fan of 80s Camaros, but that's so fitting and perfect that it's an 80s Camaro. Yeah, especially for a jock, it makes so much sense. Uh, the Degraw security van is kind of like it's a security van, so it's kind of boring, but also it's kind of really cool because it really works. Uh, Degraw is the surname of one of the characters. One of the characters has the has an ability to call Daddy, and he owns this business basically uh I that's the, also the lab the mbf lab yes that is really yeah cool. i agree um so at this stage we've gone as far as unlocking up to sixty-eight thousand dollars, which is the traitor expansion which is something we spoke about how i would love to see that happen at some point uh that is going to be a very in-depth because it basically changes the game entirely um it, it kind of it makes it a new game at that point so that's most likely going to be slightly more expensive than the other expansions because there's going to be a lot that has to go into this um but we still have unlocks all the way up to a hundred thousand and i wouldn't be surprised if we get up that far honestly some of them are like expansions on the rule book some of them are like extra expansions that you can purchase free minis yeah, that get included in the got, bundles just under 20 days yeah we still got 20 just under 20 days for this left to go on so yeah you might be right they might get close to the end of their unlocks yeah and don't look back has been extremely successful for them um when they first launched, launched Don't Look Back, apparently Ben was quoted to say, look, if we can sell 20 copies of this, I'll be very happy. And they've done nothing but tease him about it every launch ever since because it did sell a lot more than that. That's uh, that's hilarious. I, I, I love how, you know, it's like, if we just do this, I'll be really happy. Oh, crap, we're busy as hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was the Trader expansion is a $57 expansion. So, it's yeah, it is definitely more expensive than the others, which is not a criticism. Like, like it, it is, it has a lot of content in that so so scrolling they've back done up, really well yeah scrolling back up through the list here i'm really excited to see what that uh, mdf kit's gonna look like just because on top of like a really cool game and a really cool concept for a game black site studios has got some of the best terrain on the market not just because it looks cool but it also comes pre-painted and looks that cool and yeah. takes up as much space as it does for the price i mean that's yeah. the one thing that i have not shut up about them is their terrain and I'm, I'm really excited to see this this laboratory you know mdf kit like the 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 possibilities for a train piece like that are just amazing george keep on scrolling down because there are pictures of it further down the uh, girl corporation northwood laboratory it's just after the minis the, it's after what if you scroll down on the website yep you'll get past like the the unlocks and stuff and it talks about unlocked products yep you have the car you have the security van you have the killers and then you have the the lab so i i'm, I'm seeing the the security van i see the mdf kit is oh okay i see what you're saying gotcha okay. yeah that is that okay. is the kit that you're oh. that you want to see pictures oh, of so, so they have it ready to go gotcha okay um this God. this only went onto the website last night um they, there's they've been very busy obviously post Adepticon and stuff so yeah I, I'm a big fan of this I mean I was already a, a big fan of the game I have not backed this yet because things have been tight but I will be backing this I will be purchasing this um, I'm currently trying to figure out I kind of want to buy the physical stuff but obviously in my case it does kind of make sense to go digital I have as far as I'm concerned I have to have the book anyway like physically I have to have the book as far as I'm concerned so I'm already going to be paying for postage so I, I may as well get some minis at the same time yeah for sure so we'll, we'll see we'll see and then be cleaver <laughs>
oh, I want the meat cleaver. It's so much fun. The thing I like about it, because I'll then have both. So in theory, like, there's two things to hand around to players instead of just the one all the time. Yeah. Not that you need the meat cleaver, but why would you not want the meat cleaver in a horror game? Yeah. So, so next on the list, I have to ask you, Bruce, because all it is is a Facebook link. We have Parabellum Games and Angry Chickens. Yes. Sitting on top of so a just, pile of skulls. <laughs> yep. So this is a mini that does actually exist. This is an exclusive. This is an event exclusive that you can get. Um, but the thing I like about this is like it's completely something that doesn't matter. Basically, this is a monster that will invade your games under certain circumstances. At Adepticon, basically, it was invading the field every time a bell went off, because there's obviously something about the bell at Adepticon, but I've never been there, so I don't know. I really like this. Um, the Angry Chicken started as a meme in the Conquest community. And they got behind it that much that basically they've created a mini out of it, which I love. So, um, and I think this looks amazing. I, I think someone who plays uh, Sigmar corn uh, demons needs to get a few of these as a, a proxy for something in their corn list. I would agree with you. <laughs> or it's a le- or it's a leader of one of the dogs. Do you get like apex of the corn dogs? <laughs> Because that, that's what I'd do, is I'd throw it in with the dogs. Depends on the size of it, though. I don't know, I just thought this was fun. So I wanted to point it out because it's fun. So um, It's not currently available, but it will come up again at whatever the next event is. Yeah, it's kind of funny how companies do stuff like this. I don't have the information on it. I didn't think to share it. Uh, you, have you guys heard of the, the pay company Turbo Dorks? Yeah. Yes. So they had a uh, event exclusive, Adepticon Red, that you could you could only buy it <laughs> at Adepticon. And it's a, it's a really good-looking red. I didn't... I didn't think to grab any of the links for everything, but I saw it pop up my feed a couple times. And it's like that—that's something different. Like, here's our event exclusive. You can use it on whatever mini you have. Not yeah. here's this exclusive mini. I thought that, but it's what actually happens? A fun idea. I like that. Right. But what happens when it's like crap? I'm out of this uh, event exclusive paint. Now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you buy it at Adepticon the following year. What if they don't have it? Well, you should have bought more of it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to... I'm sorry uh... if that sounds... But if it's something that you know is limited and may never come again, then you would be buying... If you intended on that being a main color, you would buy enough for it to last. That's fair. I'd Uh, be very surprised if they don't do it again, though. Moving on to uh, TT Combat. Uh, I think you've heard us talk about them a few times. Possibly. Uh, Let's see. Hi, Louie. We've talked about it. I really like this. We're going to start with the Unholy Union, which um well, human the centipede but on st- on steroids uh it's it's something i um yeah the, the name's self-explanatory it's an unholy union um there's Pretty nothing much. nothing right about this at all in any way shape of the form um, nope, not supposed to be so the doctors basically have this thing where they'll basically do really twisted experiments and stuff on their um on the people under their care quite frequently uh which ironically is something that used to happen in real life at the madhouses um and i'm calling them that for historical purposes not because i'm having a go uh and this is just taking that idea to as far as an extreme as you possibly can i mean whoever sculpted this well done because they have taken it to a level of creepy it's really creepy and disgust without getting you know profane or explicit about it I also quite like uh, the Lacrimosa, which is the other one that's next to it on the page. I quite like those. They are kind of very simple, but that's fine. Uh, I mean, they're essentially just nuns because, well, that's what they are. They're nuns crying blood, Bruce. I know. They're awesome. Uh, And then for Rumble Slam, we have a brand new team being led by a man bat and... There's a hero to go with them. And I seem to find myself saying this quite frequently. This might be my new favorite team. <laughs> I love the man bat. It's amazing. I love the fact that there's somehow a fan that's amongst the, the team there somewhere too. With the giant foam finger, yeah. 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 Um, let's see yeah. here. I, I really like this. This is just fun. Here's the uh, the front and back of the, the man bat. I like the detail they did on the painting where like the red's like, you know, blood dripping into the white. Yeah, I agree. And the hero, which is Minerva, is quite nice as well. Um, not that that surprises oh. me because all of their minis are really nice. So before we move on to that, there's actually two fan it looks like because there's the one dude with the mohawk with the shirt that says number yes. one fan holding his neck like it's been bitten. And then you got the dude yep. with the uh, the giant foam, foam finger. finger. Yeah, it's true. So. Yep. 
So a couple of fans. Uh, and then Minerva, uh, she has a bat. Uh, she has she does. She has a couple of them, three of them. She's got one of her yeah. arm and then one yep. flying in front of her and one behind yep. her, kind of. Multiple bats. Yeah, very much so. Um, as far as news is concerned, that's pretty much the end of it. I'm thinking that we will skip the aiming for the indie this episode and just continue on, I think. Okay. Just because it's, it, it's a little bit hard for me to do it from here um, with what I'm working on. Because I'm, I'm kind blue, of fighting this. Crying, paint. So, uh, hobby time. Bruce, yeah. what have you been up to? Jay, I have so much hobby here. <laughs> um, not a lot hobby-wise, honestly. Most of my hobby time has been going into the game over the last couple of weeks. Um, that and the bike, which will hopefully finally be working again by the end of next week. So you can stop bad-mouthing public transport? Oh, I was so unhappy that day. <laughs> I intentionally skipped you, Socks, because I know you're really excited. You want to talk about something. Socks, do you have something you want to talk about? Well, we finally get to open up bees, for one. But we're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go back to those. We will go back to those. So yeah. you guys you guys know that I was gonna be buying this. Well, I bought it, picked it up at the store. This is my Gettysburg uh set for black powder, Epic War. And boy, do I have a lot of minis paint. Um you won't see yeah. these, Bruce, just because of the, they'll be on the screen. But yeah, that's that's one sprue and i've got six of those yeah what'd you say two thousand minis over two thousand minis yeah so each of these little strips of of soldiers has 10 uh individual soldiers on them and so i've got 16 sprues like that um paint eight for each side so yeah i'll be busy for don't come talk to me for the next i don't know year or so <laughs> well after you do your after you do after your skate priest yeah after we after we do our painting competition yeah so um i unfortunately um i i'm still waiting waiting for my Masters of the Universe Kickstarter pledge. Um, I've yes. been woefully uh, disheartened by a recent message. Uh, Socks, did Miniature Market ship that to you? Nope, I went and picked it up because I was in town. Do you, know Do you know why? Because on the 30th, Miniature Market has said they are turning off their uh, phones and live chat features so they can respond to uh, backlog emails and backlog orders, which means they are still shipping out Kickstarter and still having a problem spam. with normal orders. So so, uh, I can, words, I can pretty much ones, guarantee you what problem is there as well. Uh, they're trying to maximize profits, so they're keeping staff low, and they do not have the perfect personnel or infrastructure to ship for a, a store that large, as well as shipping out a Kickstarter that large. Yeah, yeah um, I'm more thinking, because, uh, and this is not to discredit the fact that clearly they've been struggling, because, well, they're not hiding that fact. Um, but I suspect that they're getting... Who remembers the hounding of emails for the Hawk Kickstarter? I suspect oh, that's yeah. what's going on here. Is that there is people that are sending multiple messages every day until they get a response. And as a, as a result, the backlog is just getting worse and worse and worse. Yep. And I'm not having a go at the people that are trying to get answers because they're frustrated, because of course they are. But when you have a company that's struggling to get the Kickstarter things out, and at this point, it's only been two weeks. Like, it's not that big of a... Don't get me wrong. I understand frustration, but it's, it's, it's not like weeks. we don't know where it is it's five weeks now, not since they got it. really oh yes. but still yeah but it's not like nobody knows where the stuff is yeah no um I, I i think the issue is especially for you know the fact that miniature market is uh owned by asmodi you know like they're big enough where they could have the infrastructure to do this they're choosing not to at this point because this is yes. not the first kickstarter they've done fulfillment for they actually had to take over fulfillment for mythic because mythic's uh bargain basement uh fulfillment company went under so yeah Myth Mythic went to the next best option, which for Mythic right now is the cheapest, which was this. So obviously someone's not spending the money on infrastructure or personnel or whatever to uh, probably fund a Kickstarter. Yeah. But uh, on to some cool news, though, for, for Hobby, as, as Sox pointed out. Well, so going to, back to mine, oh. I also got that MDF building, horse uh, horse stable, in my build, in my set, too. So Oh, cool. I didn't is realize that, it came with Terrain. Is that the uh, same place where Teresa uh, uh, got that? Yeah. yeah. No, it came in the Gettysburg box. Nice. It, it came with some train already to play with the game. So, I wonder yes. if they're just like, we could design this or we could just buy thousands of these off the shelf and then stick them in the boxes. Yep. It, they cool. probably would have been designed specifically for the box, I suspect. That is a guess, though. Yeah. No, that you can you can buy that kit on its own through Warlord. Uh, they just shoved it oh, in the okay. box. That way you could have it. Uh, I, I, I'm just trying to make a decent game. deal. Yeah. I, I'm sure with as many copies as they bought for all those boxes, I'm sure they're like, yeah, we could sell them to you at this price and yeah yeah so um it is how box 
dropshipping works. Right? Yeah. Back so, to this. back to this. Uh, Bruce, you can't hold yours up because you don't have yours with you, probably. No, it, I was going to bring it, and I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> so, this being the 1st of April, uh, starts the Getting Table Painting Competition. Uh, starting at the end of this episode. We, there you go, Bruce. Just like Vanna uh, White, <laughs> except, yeah. Nothing uh, in your head. <laughs> starting, starting now, we have a 24 period hour period to work on the mini until I'm going to say the end of the month, the 29th, in your case, the 30th, Bruce, which which gives you the extra day makeup because that's our uh, last episode of the month. We are going to paint these minis up and we are going to put ourselves at the, uh, oh, what's the word? The Mercy, um, mercy yes, of our Patreons <laughs> and, and whomever else to see who did the best job of p- painting a skink priest. Yeah. So the idea is, is that, yeah, we're, we're all painting the same mini um, and then it, it's just for funsies. Like there's no other than bragging rights i suppose there's no real we're getting this giant prize or anything it's, this is for fun by all means if there's other people in the community that want to join in on this share your pictures and stuff with us uh Absolutely. the rule that we set because all of us have real life work is that we have 24 hours to work on it that 24 hours can be split up over the month um but yeah that that's all you've got so and we're all going to be trying to film as much of it as possible aren't we you two yes oh yeah <laughs> oh, th- that being said though, i'm glaring at you because it's not the first time i've had this promise uh if i do win though i am i am gonna rub it in uh the next episode we record after it's announced i will i will make sure people know <laughs> that's fun oh look at sock shaking it'll his be head. fun <laughs> i'm really looking fun. forward i've been i've been staring at it for the last three weeks i just like i just want to get going on it i want to i want to do the thing i know i've been doing um, the same thing for the last week and a half so uh and i guess we'll uh we'll throw this in the uh uh hobby time as well this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode just because bruce is on the travel and doesn't have quite everything with him um he has a he has a legitimate reason of why he's traveling so it's fine yes Uh, are you ready to do that the the draw bruce i am i have it up on my tablet ready to go we have oh go away we have advertisements popping up on the website we have a giant wheel here how clear is the wheel it's very not clear very glared oh well so we've got 39 entries. Um, basically, the rules were that for every month that you supported us, you got one entry into the competition. So some of these entries are multiple people. Um, some of them, some people have more than others. But I am going to click this button and we will see who it is. And it is Shay Wallace. Shay wins. Congrats, so Shay. congratulations, Shay. He has won a full Shaltari fleet, Throt Fleet Commander. So he is getting the Dreadnought. He is getting the starter set. He is getting, sorry, the Shaltari starter set. He's getting a box, a cruiser's box, and he's getting a frigate's box that'll all be sent out to him. Um, and as far as I know, he doesn't live in an area where I can't do that. So we should all be fine. I, I okay. just messaged uh, Patreon chat and tagged him in that. Well done. So it's happening live, folks. Well, as live as it can happen. Um, Bruce. I just want there... to make a point of saying, thank you to everybody that did join us for this uh, i would hope that yeah. it's not the only reason that you joined and i hope that you've been enjoying your time with us regardless of whether you stay with us or not after the competition um we want to thank everybody that's been supporting us because well, we are actually genuinely very close to breaking even at this stage so um and we would still be a long way away if it wasn't for those people that joined us actually if i was eligible to win i would have like you know started putting in money too to like you know get it because you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean technically i technically i am a patient Patreon, so, but I was not eligible for the competition. So I still have my so, Kickstarter set to put together. So, uh, so, yeah. uh, so that was our technically game talk. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out here as, as we're talking about this on the four year anniversary of the show. Uh, why is SoundCloud being so difficult today? Uh, oh, it's, there we go. All time. So for the last four years, for some reason, y'all have been tuning in for the grand total of 13,200 plays since 2016. That's an nice. astounding. That's an astounding number, in my opinion. Um, Your math is off, George. No, I, it's... Uh, oh, sorry. 13,281 plays. No, you said 2016. 2019. It's four years. Yeah, it says, hey, getting tabled, you have 13,281 plays since 2016. Oh, that's weird. The count's not that old. The count's not old enough. They might just have a, a standard date on that then. That's weird. Must be... Yeah, all I, all I know is, is, you know, that's what it says. Uh, that being hmm. said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really uh, I'm really proud of this, just because you know we went we we came out gangbusters in uh Droffley commander with Hal Z. we were the we were the first yeah. podcast we we took over and we 
didn't look back. Uh, There's a couple others who popped up, you know, they didn't hang around, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and then we decided that, you know, that wasn't enough. So we're like, hey, let's just talk about everything to everyone. That's We wanted to talk about what our hobby was. Yeah, and and that's a huge audience. Well, not just a huge audience, but a huge breadth of stuff to talk about. I mean, right. Also, the, the, the downside, of course, of us doing this was that we then entered the same wheelhouse as all of the big names. So we're at that point, we're in competition yeah. with on tabletop, who have actually been supporting us uh, with the access to their website. Uh, like our videos and stuff quite regularly get posted on there, which is nice. Yeah, if you look for them. Um, we also like we're, we're in the same wheelhouse as like Ash Barker and like all of the big YouTube names. Like realistically, like we're not going to compete in that area. So I am very proud of how far we've gotten over the last four years. Yeah, and hopefully we continue to build. So I, I just have to throw this out here real quick. Uh, the Patreon t- chat has lit up a little bit after my announcement. Yeah, I like JP's. Uh, yeah, J- JP, our first and longest running supporter on Patreon, said, mm. who dodged a bullet, no dots to paint. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Well done, JP. <laughs> so, um, that th- that's probably the best. I'm glad I didn't win response I've ever seen because I-, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shay, uh, this is a contract contractual agreement here. Uh, when you receive all these models and put them together, you will have to paint all the dots. No, George you don't, because George you. still hasn't painted all of his. Uh, no, 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 but this is like the this is part of winning the prize. In order for him to receive this prize, he has to agree to that. No, he doesn't. I'll, I'll, I will I will enforce that on him the day that you turn up and prove that you have painted all of your dots. I've pa- put paint on all my dots. <laughs> on the top side, but not the bottom side. Come on, George. The entire model. No, he's talking He's talking about the primer. I know he is. <laughs> oh, right. um, Upcoming events? Uh, well, I was going to say, is there anything else uh, you, you gents want to touch on real quick before we we do hit the upcoming of the events? Not really. Okay. Uh... Boy, do we have a bunch of events upcoming. Uh, the first one is Conquest Games Convention, the 7th through 9th of April. That's coming up next weekend. Uh, Coburg yep. Town So that's Hall. the one for me locally. Yep. That's that's in Australia. Bruce doesn't know if he's going or not. Uh, if you're uh, in Australia... I probably, uh, I probably will. If, if, if you're in the area, you could show up, uh, go there and beat Bruce. In the game or with a baseball bat, <laughs> doesn't matter. Or, or, or go there and avoid Bruce. One or the other. <laughs> uh, Fistful of Rice, uh, Bushido Tournament, the 29th of April. Boards and Swords Hobbies and Derby UK. Uh... Speaking of very quickly, speaking of Bushido, congratulations to friend of the channel, Jason, who won the Grandmasters at Adepticon. Nice. Uh, that That's always... If you can walk away with the first place from a, something like Adepticon, that's something. Like, doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we have Salute, the 22nd of April in Excel Center, London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then PAX Australia, the 6th to 8th of October. Bruce, are you attending? I will be there. Yeah, I haven't got my ticket yet, but I will be. Yay! Um, it's at the it's at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre again, where it always is. And then last on the list is Northern King Con. That's K O N. The twenty fourth through yeah, I love that name. Right, the twenty fourth through twenty sixth of November at Osset West Torkshire. Yep. Yeah. So this is in the UK. It's fifty five pounds, which gives you access to the full weekend, and it includes a it includes a hot lunch on both Saturday and Sunday. It's a bit of a bargain, actually. I think. I was just I've um, this is a, of, I've never heard of Torkshire. That's why I was like double checking that you did didn't hit the the T instead of the Y because oh I've heard of no Yorkshire. I did. It's Yorkshire. It's Yorkshire, yeah. Yorkshire, okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's weird. It, I'm pretty sure I copied and pasted Yorkshire. <laughs> Uh, so like this said, is a giant this is a giant Mantic event basically that's three days of Mantic stuff so there's a Kings of War tournament so there's a Kings of War ambush tournament there's a firefight tournament there's singles for Kings of War um, there's like Dead Zone there's Armada and this is the ship game Armada not the Star Wars Armada so it's all Mantic all weekend so this would be one that I would love to get to but obviously I can't because I don't live in the UK can't you just uh, drive there? sure I'll, I will just drive there that will totally work <laughs> Well, if you get some pontoons for your bike and you just go fast enough, you you could in theory drive there. Float, yeah, <laughs> get get one of those uh, sand paddle tires. Sure. Uh, again, um, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a short episode. Like I said, Bruce is traveling, so uh, thank you for him to, to to take the time from his uh, mother's celebration to spend time with us and all of you out there on this. So we're we're going to cut it a little short so he can back, get back to festivities. Um, thank you for everyone who 
has supported us over the years. Uh, if you do want to become a supporter, please uh, become a supporter at patreon.com slash game table. It's, it's, what is it, Bruce? $2 a month? $2? $2 a month. Gives you early access to basically everything that we do. There is the occasional video that'll go out um, quicker, but that's very, un- very unusual. Yeah. Uh, it gives you early access to the video edition of the podcast, uh, which is going to be late this episode because I can't edit it until Tuesday. But, um, it, but it, it's yeah. a small price to help us out and, and pay the bills and, and, and keep us going and keeping us doing this for you. Uh, you can find our stuff on the website, gettingtable.com. Uh, again, we, we, we it's because of supporters that we are able to have that. Uh, you can find most of our posts uh, where we announce everything, uh, facebook.com slash gettingtabled. To watch the video version of this podcast and all the videos we do put out, you go to uh, youtube.com slash gettingtabled. Got any cl- comments, questions, concerns, gettingtabled at gmail.com. And we have a Twitter and Instagram at gettingtabled which I, I kind of want to use that for the painting competition to like kind of show off what I'm doing but then y'all will see what I'm doing so I don't know if I'm going to do that yeah. Except maybe what? keep track of it and then start sharing them afterwards maybe I mean I if you're going to use it it just means that we can't look at it but because but, but, uh, we're not supposed to be looking at each other's work right but you know how are you going to share it then too like you know like yeah <laughs> I would say keep a track keep a track of everything that you do yeah. and we can start sharing that process afterwards once the, as like a tease for the video maybe sure uh, Bruce does have a Twitch. It is not the most active thing right now, but I'm still going to throw it out there uh, so you can follow it and uh, get alerts of when he is going to stream. And that is Twitch TV slash Jason the Bruce. Uh, he's going to be kind of casual yeah. till September. So till September. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working later hours at the moment, so I can't do a regular stream, unfortunately, just because of the way that real life is happening. Uh, there is one last thing that I want to talk about before we end. Which is Valhalla Hobby. They are a sponsor of the channel. They are the only reason, well, they are the reason that we can afford to have gettingtabled.com. Um, and it's nice to actually have like an actual community store being somebody that's actually sponsoring us. I, I kind of like that. It's that rather than it being some business, or lot, we're pretty careful with offers that we accept and so forth. So it was right. very, very much grateful. The thing I like about Valhalla Hobby is it's not just the big names. I mean, yes, obviously there is Warhammer, D&D, so on and so forth. If there's something that's big you're into, they have it but he's very very passionate about the small side of the industry as well yep. so he has Bushido Conquest Infinity like he has all of the indie stuff uh, if if there's something out there that you're interested in you're struggling to buy um, if he doesn't have it they will be able to get it for you pretty much so ValhallaHobby.com uh, correct me if I'm wrong on the code I believe it's GT2305 uh, it you, is... get five, you get 5% off any order yep. over $100 yeah GT23 <laughs> Zero five. Yay. Well, with that, uh, gentlemen, I think it's time for this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table, music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org. I can't believe I called you both gentlemen. <laughs> well, Socks is a gentleman.